What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Healthy live. Uh, yeah, doing well as usual. I have a very important question to ask you. Okay. Uh, because you said it's an important question, I have now deemed it. It's probably not going to be, and it's probably satire. But let's this hear. is not satire. I am dead serious. This is important, right? Even though I'm sitting here with a grin on my face, this is important, and I would like to get your take on it. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Do you believe in zombies? Do we have a definition of zombies? Okay, I'm not talking about the the average person that watches CNN, okay? I'm not talking about that. Okay, okay. I'm not talking about the average college student out there either. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the flesh-eating stuff you see out of like The Walking Dead and Resident Mm -hmm. Evil Mm -hmm. and all the rest of it. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So I've heard some interesting stories coming out of the, the occult world. Um, uh, in those dark circles, shall we say, um, that lends credence to that idea. Uh, however, I've seen no proof myself and no factual evidence on this. So no, I don't. Well, wait, caveat. Are we, are we just looking at human beings and does a parasite count? Human beings, as far as I know. Okay, specific. Okay, because there there are parasites out there that can infect insects that basically turn them into a zombie. Well, the CDC wants you to prepare for a a zombie apocalypse. You know, actually, there there is a there is an. Um, I don't know if movies have ever played with all the movies I've seen of zombies is um, a virus. What happens for just just theorizing here? What happens if you have a large portion of the population that gets, oh, I don't know, uh, an implant that goes into the brain? And what happens if, uh, I don't know, the, 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 the implant has some kind of uh, malfunction or, or malicious um, attacker that uh, or someone gets basically, hacked. yeah, basically fries their brain, but only the basic, you know, vital functions are, are left in the brain and then the, the implant is controlling the person? What happens in that case? I mean, that that's essentially a a, a zombie at that point. Um, it's true. You know, I, I've always I've always made that argument about uh, those those brain chips when we talked about them, like Neuralink and the rest of them. I said, what's to stop someone from having an idea or a thought, or in this case, being hacked, uh, implanted into that that chip? What's to stop that? At this point, my understanding is is we don't have the tech yet to implant thoughts, but we we have the ability to read them. And the reason that is, is to implant a thought, there's a lot of things like, for example, if you implant it as a memory, okay, memories have a ton of things uh, associated with them. You you have the emotion in the moment, you have the sights, the smells, the sounds, you have all of that going on, what you're feeling, temperature, any of that kind of stuff can be associated with that. And there can be trigger points for like, you smell something, it triggers the memory, or, you know, th- there's a whole bunch of things. So you would have to be able to construct all that sensory input and and encapsulate the memory with that sensory input as well. So it, it would take a lot of restructuring neurons and all kinds of stuff to to actually do it. So I, I, I imagine it would be a painful process to do something like that. It doesn't sound very pleasant, to be honest. 
But let's look at this zombie apocalypse. The CDC, Center for Disease Control, updated its tips to prepare for another extreme occurrence, a zombie apocalypse. They actually put this out on their website. The CDC said it began its uh, it began as a tongue-in-cheek campaign. It actually is a practical guide for any emergency like hurricanes, earthquakes, or floods. They wrote on their website, You may laugh now, but when it happens, you'll be happy you read this. And hey, maybe you'll learn a thing or two about how to prepare for a real emergency. Are they mocking you? So it sounds like it was a meme at first, and they've turned it from a meme into uh, something legitimate, right? So I, I guess, you know... Well, if, if I'm a prepper, I, I'm going to meme something like that. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, if I'm, sure. I'm making a checklist. Well, let's look at what they said anyway. So they said if this were to happen, if you were to see zombies on the streets and start roaming the streets, which let's be honest, we already see them anyway, right? Usually they're walking down the streets chanting something like, I don't know, fight for 15 or something like that. Something along yeah. those lines. Or Black Lives Matter or it, whatever. You know. Yeah, one, one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CDC mm-hmm. says it would conduct investigation because we know how great those are. Yeah, we know how insightful and how informative those things are, as it would for any disease outbreak. Yes, because they've been so stellar during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. And they would provide assistance to the states. Yes, they've been great again and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they've been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. it could determine the cause of the outbreak and how it could be treated and stopped, because they've been great with COVID, haven't they? They've been great at identifying all of those things and doing all of those things, right? Well, no, I mean, we, we, we fixed it. I mean, we, we have vaccine. We have multiple vaccines. We have therapeutics. Clearly, the government did a fantastic job. Oh, yeah, they did great. Where'd it come from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first step, they say, is to prepare for zombies or any disaster and create an emergency kit with essentials to last for a few days. You should do that anyway by default. Pandemic, no pandemic, yeah. disaster, no disaster. At least 72 hours. At least. Yeah. The kit should include a gallon of water per day for each person. Yeah, you need about four liters of water a day, roughly, something like that. It's like two. You could get by with like two if you rationed it, but that's not. Yeah, yeah. you can get by. With that. That's if long, you do nothing. Long, yeah. yeah, that's if you do nothing. Two liters a day if you do nothing. Or some means to process your own water. Yeah. If you're not going to store the water itself. Non-perishable food items, medications, tools and supplies, sanitation and hygiene products, clothing and bedding, important documents and first aid supplies. The next thing you should do is create an emergency plan when a zombie or a hurricane is outside your door. Yes, because, I mean, I plan when I have a hurricane outside of my door, right? I plan. No, you should be planning before that. You should already have the plan established. And if there's a zombie outside my door, he's going to either get his head bashed in or he's going to get his head blown off. One of the two. This includes identifying the types of emergencies possible in your area, such as a tornado or an earthquake. Which you had an earthquake last week, didn't you? I think so. You think so? <laughs> you think so? I, yeah, we get them I, so often around here, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're little ones, you know? It's not like they get, you know... To prepare for that situation, make a list of your emergency contacts. I, I'm glad they're laying all this stuff out, right? This is great I mean, stuff. That's, uh, so far, this is all stuff that you should already be doing anyway, yes. but yes. okay. You should also pick a place to evacuate to and make an evacuation plan. Yes, because you should <laughs> pick the place you want to evacuate to, then make your plan. Yeah, then make your plan, which includes a designated meeting place for you and those you live with to regroup. If you live with them, why would you get separated? Well, I mean, to be fair, if you're if you're living with maybe they have a job, for example, or at school, like let's say you're a, your average family, right? You could be at work and the kids could be at school and there could be a disaster that happens and you guys need to meet up somewhere. Uh, that makes sense. They're making reference here also to uh, what happened in Texas. They said that um, 
Uh, it's especially relevant given the pandemic and last month's extreme weather in Texas that caused 4 million to go without power for a few days. Texans and its power grid were unprepared for freezing temperatures and heavy snowfall, leaving many people stranded and helpless without power and water. Uh, uh, quick correction. They were unprepared because they listened to you douchebags telling them they needed to go green. If they uh, wouldn't yes. have done that, they would have been fine. Or if they would have gone nuclear, they would have been fine. But yeah, they go on to say that um, talking about the effectiveness of it and take precautions and this and that. Okay, fine. Yeah, we don't have any zombies coming yet. All right, let's talk some tech, shall we? Let's talk some tech. There's a guide that's out to have free speech and avoid big tech while you're online. Now, this could be interesting. So let's look at social media. What would be your best bet to have free speech? Now, mind you, let's let's stay free speech oriented and staying away from big tech. Okay, so keep those two key aspects in mind when we're talking about this. In the realm of social media, what would you pick if you had to avoid big tech and keep your free speech online with social media? Okay, what what actions would I take or what mediums would I use? What mediums would you use? Uh, I mean, probably places like Telegram or Parler or something like that. Yeah. Well, Telegram in this case is is listed as a uh, as a messenger app, but it can also be used as a social network because it's multi-tool kind of thing. It's like the Swiss yeah. Army knives of, of communication. Yeah. So it's it's quite Telegram's a unique thing. But they're talking about Gab specifically, right? Gab is is one thing that they mentioned. So you can launch Gab. Gab was launched in 2017 as a free speech alternative to both Facebook and Twitter. I have a Gab account. Hacked. Never they were been just over hacked there. here recently. Were they just hacked? Okay. Yeah few weeks ago or something they they were talking about it and uh basically uh the people that hacked it were really after trump uh but uh, there was like five hundred thousand people that were involved or something like that that they got the information on mm-hmm. and supposedly the group that hacked them said they won't they're not going to release anything on the the innocent you know the, the collateral damage and they're not going to do anything with it which means they're going to sell it off and and make some money on it and then they they're going to release the stuff from Trump. Another platform which advocates for free speech is open source uh, and is open source is Minds. We talked about Minds before a little bit. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. So Minds is actually kind of interesting because, OK, think of it like this. So they don't have like a and this is why they're under attack from Twitter and Facebook. So, for example, they don't have the algorithm to, to moderate, right? They don't have all that stuff. So what Minds does is if someone posts something or says something that is deemed offensive, if someone reports that, then what they will do, they will grab that post. The admins will grab it and they'll send it out to, I think it's nine users. So it has to be an odd number. So it'll they'll send it out to nine users. And I'm, I'm pretty sure this, I heard the CEO on, on a podcast talking about this. The nine users who are online will then review this post and ask them, do you find this you know, offensive? Does it uh, does it violate our terms of service? You know, this kind of thing. And it has to be a majority vote. If it's five, four or whatever, or if it's uh, six, three or, or seven, two, whatever, if it's a majority vote that it is or it isn't, then the post is OK. So it's a community moderated platform. And I like that. I, I like that. Um, it's it's not this uh, this other garbage that um, uh, Twitter or Facebook does uh, with all that stuff, uh, with all the you know tactics that they use. I'm more accepting of something like that, but, you know, because it, then it, it's kind of has a little bit of transparency on it. But at the same time, I, I would be, for example, if this, if Twitter used that same system, what's stopping them from uh, sending that to, I don't know, the the the, the woke side of Twitter? Mm-hmm. And having the woke side of Twitter doing the moderation. So, True. well, nothing right now because they've pretty much banned everybody over there that has an opposing viewpoint. So it's turned into a True. echo chamber of nonsense. But it, that's well, kind of what even, it was before. Yeah, even more than it was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which apparently I just pulled that up real quick uh, to look at mines that the app looking at some of the reviews on the on the um, uh, well, Google Play Store. Uh, it, it, some of them are saying Google is actually throttling what the app is able to do. So you, you can't actually a- access like comment section and that kind of thing. Interesting. Like, I didn't know yeah, they could do so that. I, I didn't know you could do that either. So apparently it's not recommended to download it straight from there. If you can get it from their website or just use the web browser version, that that uh, apparently is what that user is recommending. So they also go on to talk about like video platforms that are growing, uh, that are getting around all these uh, censorship. BitChute is one. I've heard of BitChute. I've never mm-hmm. actually been on it. Rumble is another one that's out there. Also another platform that we were looking at for a while. Brighteon is another great one out there. Parler, they, t- they mentioned Parler here. They say on a side note, Parler, which has gained the most popularity as the counter platform to Twitter, has been terminated by Amazon, but it's back up. There's also some other social media ones that are out there that have just popped up. Clout Hub is another one uh, that's popped up. WeMe. WeMe. Uh, is that Wee-me. the MeWe? Is it WeMe or maybe, MeWe? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. It's, they say WeMe. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe that's uh, like an alternative to, uh, maybe it's like a Twitter. Huh. A we meet, maybe is what it is. Is it, is it we meet with a T or is it? No, we, M-E. We, M-E. Oh, me, we is what they, they, they say it wrong. Uh, me, we is what it comes up when I click on the link. The, oh, okay. They yeah. said it wrong because there is a me, we. Yeah, well. yeah. I don't, I don't even know what that stuff is, but all there, right. There is a, a social network for that one, apparently as well. So. Okay. Don't know anything about it. Yeah, there's another one also that they list here called ThinkSpot. Never heard of it, but okay. Uh, They say the platforms here to avoid as far as social media are concerned. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Yeah, Twitch has gone woke. I'm disappointed. It's a shame. All right, let's look at messaging apps. They say that uh, WhatsApp, right? They yeah, that kind of screwed that one up. Yeah, Facebook really uh, yeah torpedoed that one. Uh, they say that there is one that's called Signal, right? Signal's supposed to be pretty good. Heard of that one? Yeah. S- uh, Signal's not bad. Uh, second to Signal is the one that uh, we're on. We're on Telegram. Mm-hmm. Uh, they offer a um, uh, an alternative to WhatsApp uh, by focusing on user privacy, and we've gone over their privacy stuff. Um, on Telegram. It's pretty good. It's not 100% uh, secure, but they leave it open. Now, I understand why they do it. I understand why they do it. They leave it open because if it's 100%, but they they put that control to you, right? Telegram does it. I'm not sitting here doing a sales pitch for them, but they give that control to you. They're a cloud-based messaging service. If you lock it down 100%, that defeats the purpose of cloud-based. You can't have it. Your data is stored in the cloud until you delete it. You're in control of that data. So that's up to you. However, they give you the option. This is the part that I like. They give you the option to turn everything into a 256-bit encryption chat. So you can cut out the cloud service if you so choose. That part I like. They program that encryption, by the way, the 256 one. Yes. It's not like they're using another one and they just changed the keys. This is one that they've designed based on those, the other ones that we see out there on the market, but it's their own creation. They're open source. They've made it open. Anybody can go in there. As a matter of fact, they actually encourage hackers to go at it. And they say, well, if you can break it, then we'll give you $300,000. They advertise that openly. The voice calls are encrypted. The video calls are encrypted as well. The chats are encrypted. I like the burn feature. That that part's great about encrypted chats. That I think I like that. So when somebody views that message, then you've got three minutes, right? Once you want or whatever time limit you set, you can set it down to, I think, even seconds if you want. So someone looks at it, boom, it disappears. It's gone. 
That's it. I like that. So that's their Signal. They say that Signal is uh, probably the best in the category. Signal, again, that was designed by uh, the WhatsApp deserters, if you will. Uh, They left. And I think they built their own source code as well, I think. There is another one that's out there uh, called Threema. Never heard of this one. Uh, It's a messaging app that guarantees anonymity and privacy. It's also been gaining a lot of traction. Uh, Threema, T-H-R-E-E-M-A, Threema. They say... Go ahead. Bit, bit sketch just right off the bat. The website is threema.ch. What was ch? Switzerland. Is it Switzerland? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I I like that. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, conforms I to just, Swiss privacy I laws. Remember. I like that. They have to conform yeah, to a certain standard down there. You're a number yeah, in didn't, Switzerland. I didn't. Uh, I didn't remember. Besides uh, switching apps, they say the default SMS uh, app on Android can be modified to further distance yourself from the Google or OEM. Silence is an SMS app which can substitute your default Google or iPhone manufacturer's uh, SMS text messaging solution, which is only on Android. Elements is another secure messaging app, which compared to the competitors, rather advanced, decentralized, supports self-hosting for maximum security and privacy. The ones to avoid in the messaging apps category, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, iMessage, Google Hangouts, Google Duo, and Google Meet. So basically anything to do with Google, Facebook, and Twitter. And Apple. And Apple, yes. Which is strange because I thought iMessage was actually pretty good. I, I thought they were uh, pretty well uh, um, locked down as far as like end-to-end encryption stuff. Yeah, it, it, it is for the outsider, but Apple has access to it. And if the government ever comes in and says, hey, we want that data, Apple's just like, yeah, okay. You have a warrant? No? Okay, that's fine. Here you go. Yeah, here you go. Thanks. Anything else you need while you're here? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But uh, can we have those? Uh, can we have the, the the keys to to that iPhone for that user who just uh, blew up the uh, the Boston uh, Marathon? Can, can we have that Apple key? No, you can't have that. No. That See, no. See, that that was an Islamist, you see. And we, we can't have yeah. we can't have yeah, that can't, on can't our record. No, that no, would, no, can't that would hurt our ESG support. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can't have that. Browsers. Let's look at browsers. Brave and Dissenter should be the go-to browsers for everyone who's willing to stop uh, supporting big tech companies. Mm-hmm. And I'm I curious. You use Brave? Yeah? I use Brave. I yeah. use I use DuckDuckGo still, but I'm probably going to be mm-hmm. dumping that tomorrow. And there's a reason mm-hmm. for that, which is listed in this article, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, start page. Start page is another one that you should be using on your desktop. That's a great thing. Startpage.com. Just go there. It's an alternative to Google.com. They use the Google algorithm, the old Google algorithm when it actually worked. They use that, and it's 100% private. Uh, Startpage has been around for about 10 years, uh, and they do a great job with it. I don't see the Tor browser on here. Why? Why do I not see the Tor project listed? That is a little bit more of a, hmm, shall we say, they have a, a, a checkered history with, with checkered. Yeah, you can use that to access the dark web. Oh, I see. Gotcha. All right. Uh, the, so they don't want to recommend it to intermediates I got or, you. or okay. you know, beginners. I got you. Uh, the And you can also get around those pesky region locks I learned when you use the <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah. Um, the browsers to avoid here are Safari, which is on Apple. Google Chrome, which I, I think you use Chrome, don't you? No, no, you don't use Brave. Hmm. You used to use Chrome, didn't you? Um, years ago, I used yeah. Chrome. I, I had it a long time ago. I had it like seven years ago, Chrome. And then when they started going all kinds of ham crazy at Google, I said, no more. I went to Firefox after that. And Firefox is also on the list of do not use. I learned yes. that this year, actually. So I stopped yeah. using it and went to Brave. They are also listing Microsoft Edge, which is what I use right here, which I probably it's Chromium. Should. Yeah, it's Chromium. So it's tied with Google. 
Yeah, Firefox, uh, which if there is one of these others that I can use, I'll, I'll look into that this week. Because I mean, the I, honestly, I don't use, yeah, but I honestly, I don't use like the workstations that were on here for, for this. All mm -hmm. I use it for is for research for what we're doing anyway. So mm -hmm. I, I really don't, mm -hmm. that's why I don't care. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's going to be some crazy search history stuff. I'm probably playing, uh, you know, their their algorithms are probably going nuts on the stuff that I research, not knowing what to advertise towards me. <laughs> Boohoo. But yeah, you're looking uh, up like 13 billion year old uh, quasars and yeah. zombies, you know? It's yeah. Like and, and then zombies and then like the Green New Deal and, and like this HR one or, you know, anyway. Maybe um, Klaus Schwab will offer you a job. Oh, yeah. There's World Economic Forum. Yeah, that stuff, too. Um, Brave, though, if you're familiar with Chrome, you're familiar with Firefox and now Edge. Brave is a pretty easy. You can transfer all your favorites, bookmarks, all that fun stuff. Passwords. If you're one of those that saves passwords through your browser, God help you if you do. But you can transfer all that to Brave. Like how you just subtly mentioned that. God help you if you do. <laughs> Yeah. Don't ever yeah. save your passwords to a browser, yeah. ever. Don't ever do that. Yeah. If, if, uh, especially if on a mobile device. If you just oh so God. happen to you know, get the device stolen or, or hacked or whatever, ah, they have access to everything. Congrats. VPNs, right? Virtual private networks. These are, uh, these are good services. Uh, I use NordVPN. Uh, it's, that's, a, that's a great one. Um, there's also some other ones that are out there that are good, uh, but they're although they don't seem to be as good as they used to be, so I would kind of stay away from those. But some of those, I mean, honestly, NordVPN is probably the most popular, uh, and it's yeah. it's a subscription based, uh, and it's a good one. I, I use it. Um, it's it, I, I enjoy it. They really don't mention too many others. They talk here about uh, basically like add-ons and things like that. But um, NordVPN is going to be your best bet, hands down, as far as I'm concerned. I'm sketched on on NordVPN, and here's uh -huh. here's why. A lot of the Twitch streamers advertise NordVPN. Now that main that could be just good advertising on their part, because if you're a video gamer, you that you've used a, a, a VPN at least once, you know, as a video gamer, because you get around those region locks and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, it just it it. When I see streamers advertising stuff, I'm my first response is to be um, sketched out by it because Twitch. Fair point for advanced users. Okay, so everything that was you know done was pretty much for beginners, right? For advanced users, uh, the following list of recommendations can provide further decoupling from big tech. Instead of Windows 10 and Mac OS, have a look at Linux. I haven't messed with Linux in over a decade. Uh, you and I were talking about Linux coding last week for a little bit. Yeah. So I haven't messed yeah, with it in quite some time. Linux, it's great for servers and whatnot. It's always mm -hmm. really been good for servers. But yeah. if you're like a video game or something, uh, Windows, don't 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 even bother. Uh, instead of pay very close attention to this. Instead of stock Android and iOS, try custom. Here's the problem, though. Apple, you can't do this. Try custom Android ROMs like Lineage OS or Graphene OS. Actually, I don't know about Lineage. It looks like Lineage is only for Android anyway. Yeah. Well, so is graphene. It's only for Android. Some of the phones in here look like Apple phones, but mm -hmm. I'm not seeing anything about the talking about the supported device being an app. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's only Android. Anyway, I would assume it's only Android. Yeah. Anyway, uh, instead of Gmail or Outlook try, uh, or Yahoo Mail, right? We use, uh, I think I, I use all three of those, but for different yeah. reasons. Uh, yeah. Outlook, obviously, for our, uh, our corporate emails. The Gmail is 
for another registration purpose. Yahoo Mail, that's an old account that I created when I was 16 years old. I still have that. <laughs> I still remember Hotmail. Yeah, so that it's, was, yeah, you know. it's still there. It's, it's yeah. still there. They say try MailFence, Cryptext, or Proton Mail. Uh, I do have a Proton Mail account. Great account. Proton Although, Mail. Yeah. yeah, Proton Mail is great. I did hear a rumor that they had a data breach, but I don't think I heard anything more after an initial report. I don't know if that was true or not. Uh, but uh, Proton Mail, it's uh, based in Switzerland, so it's I mean it's it's a good service down there. Uh, instead of Google Photos or iCloud, try Internext. Instead of Google Authenticator, try Tofu. <laughs> I guess that's something that's on iOS or and opt, which is for Android. Instead of iCloud Keychain, which is uh, for Safari or something, I don't know, uh, or other mainstream that, password manager, try Bitwarden. Yeah, there you go. It's a password manager. Here's the thing: when you when you go to passwords, I recommend you do this is this is something I recommend personally uh, because most websites now are allowing larger than 16 characters now. Now that we're you know advancing in in, in freaking technology, they they need to increase the password limit to like 64 characters at least but no that's my opinion but anyway you 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 create a base um show a base for your password so i'm going to use an example of password one two three don't use that but using that as the example password one two three underscore name of the website or something associated with it that's easy to remember then you have the same password for every website but yet it's different for every website if that makes sense so as long as you remember that first bit of the password, you'll always be able to remember or at least narrow down what the password is for the next one. That way you don't have to use any of these keychains or these, um, uh, you, you know, saving the password stuff. It, it just makes it easier on you. All right, we're out of time this morning, so uh, we are going to have to end. So thanks for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all this, some more. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.